We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy discomfort. <laughs> it is Anne Bonnie, your holiday happy discomfort zone host. And uh, yeah, so great time of year. Happy holidays, everyone. Whatever holiday you celebrate, happy holidays. I hope it's uh, full of love and parties and celebration. And yet the discomfort of all of that is that there is sugar everywhere. <laughs> this is a time when we all know we've seen the statistics. People gain weight this time of year. It's uncomfortable. We don't want to, and yet it's so delicious. And so I brought on Carrie, who is a nutrition coach, specifically working on sugar addiction. And in this episode, we talk about sugar. We talk about why it's so bad for you, why it is the problem from a weight loss perspective, and actually gives us some really realistic and tactical things we can do to help stave off the challenges that come with the over overload of sugar during the holiday season and a way that we can indulge a little bit without having some of the super negative effects such as that incredible sugar craving that comes after you've had a bunch of sugar. So there's some really realistic information in this uh, really fun episode. So enjoy, listen in, and have a wonderful holiday season. All right, we are dancing in the discomfort zone this morning at the Wooden Rooster in downtown St. Pete. We are doing this live, which I don't get to do very often, but I met Carrie Pagliarini at a women's networking situation, and uh, she's awesome. And so I was like, come on the podcast. And she talks about something that's very relevant this time of year, which is sugar. So, Carrie, thanks for being here. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And thanks for introducing me to this place. Yes. If you're ever in St. Pete, the Wooden Rooster has the delicious crepes and free refills on coffee. Oh, yes. I, I got to tone it down on the coffee, but you guys will get to know that a little bit. And I'm like, bah, bah, bah. I can slow down the podcast because we both start talking really fast. Yeah, but like, what are these two saying? Oh, yeah. So, tell me your story. How did you get into nutrition and specifically sugar? Sugar's, sugar's a huge one. I dealt with sugar addiction my entire life without knowing it was sugar addiction. You know, when you're young and you're eating all this candy or people are like, oh, you're so thin, you can eat whatever. You just run with that. No, no, no. Your body does not like that. So anyway, I'm the kind of person that had migraines forever. Like in elementary school, I had migraines. And they just test your eyes. and like, oh, no, she doesn't eat glasses. Like that's the only reason for having a headache. Like nobody ever delved into it. And then as I got older, I just had more migraines, hormonal issues. You know, just like all this stuff is like starting to pile up. Well, finally, in my late 20s, I end up in the emergency room with an ovarian cyst that wrapped around my fallopian tube Ooh. and had to be removed. Super duper painful, um, but also like really emotional because I'm like, what is happening to my body? I have zero control over what's happening. They're like, oh, you know, we'll just put you on the pill. We'll just do this. We'll just do that. It's just really frightening when you feel like you have no control. Um, over your body. So I had to really kind of dig deep and well what's interesting is that yes I had to dig deep but then the universe kind of sends you answers when you need them. <laughs> yep. So I had lunch with a friend a little bit after my surgery I'm telling what's going on she's like oh it sounds like you have a candida overgrowth you should read this book called The Body Ecology Diet and I'm like what and what <laughs> are you talking about? And she's like, no, seriously, Carrie. And she looked great. She had been like on this anti-candida diet, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, these are the days of Barnes & Noble, and they're still around. Lived in New York. Walked down there. Get it. Read it on the subway. And the whole time, I'm like, oh, my God. This is me. This is me. This is me. This is me. Like, all of this stuff. It was like overeating sugar, messes with your gut, which messes with your hormones, and all the signs. Everything that I had, the migraines, the hormonal issues, all of it could be traced back to my sugar addiction. So then I had to take a long, hard look at, oh, man, all the sugar I was eating. 
Mm. But I started working with a health coach, um, changed my diet and lifestyle. I have not had an ovarian cyst since. Barely ever get a migraine. Like I was getting migraines like twice a month. Now I get like one a year. I don't know if you've ever had a migraine. Like they're totally debilitating. Yeah, like, one time I yeah. had it. It was terrible. <laughs> you're down for like two days. Yeah. And then the day afterwards, you're like, well, I feel like terrible because I did nothing for two days and depressed. And again, because you have no control. Why is this happening to me? Anyway, change your diet and lifestyle, man. Migraines go away. And you started then, you said, okay, you know what, I need to share this with people. Yeah, absolutely. So what I did was I went on, for three months, I went on a strict anti-candida diet. So I had no coffee, no dairy, no grain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just looked very alarmed. No coffee, what? I know. Yeah, cutting out coffee, which was a nightmare, like all of it. I was eating protein and vegetables. I didn't even eat a piece of fruit for three months. But I was like, oh my gosh. Like, But then I'm like, this isn't sustainable. Let me figure it out. Mm -hmm. But working with the health coach, I was like, this is so cool. This is so life-changing for me. Like, I really want to change other people's lives. Uh, she went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, so she hooked me up, went there, my two-year program, and I've just kind of been helping people ever since. Nice. So what is Candida? <laughs> I kind of know, and I'm kind of grossed out because yeah. I think it's one of those bacteria things. It's a yeast thing. Oh, that. Ugh. Yeah, yep, even, even grosser. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it's a systemic yeast overgrowth inside your entire body. So usually women get yeast infections or migraines or hormonal issues, even like reoccurring sinus infections. Like if your immunity is super duper low, you should probably get tested for candida. And then if you read up, you probably have all the other signs of a candida overgrowth. Um, and the way to battle that is by um, fixing your gut bacteria. Good gut bacteria. Goes back to the gut. It does. Well, what, here's the interesting thing. Sugar feeds the bad gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get this candida overgrowth. Mm. Yeah, lovely stuff. Mm. <laughs> so what does sugar do? I mean, other than feeding the candida, I've heard, and on this podcast, we've talked about a lot of things that sugar do to your body. Specifically, like, what does it do when it's in there? When it's in there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's get scary here. Let's, let's get, get uncomfortable. Let's, let's, get, let's get uncomfortable. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things that sugar does, um, but the main thing is, you know, your, your liver has to, like, filter and work through all of that stuff. That's how people who eat a lot of sugar get fatty liver, insulin resistance, diabetes, all these things. Like, your body, there's, we do need a little bit of sugar, absolutely. Not the amounts that I was eating, um, <laughs> because I love candy. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know. It's really sad. Um, but so, and, and your blood sugar really kind of takes care of everything in your body. It's like the, I, to me, if you're overeating sugar and your blood crave it, your blood sugar's all over the place. So you eat sugar, your body has to deal with it. Insulin has to come in and bring it into your cells. When you eat too much, there's leftover sugar, gets stored in the liver, gets stored in the muscles. Like this is why we're fat. Like sugar makes you fat to everybody. Mm. If that isn't enough to like stop eating sugar. But when your blood sugar is all over the place, you eat something really sugary, insulin comes in, puts all the sugar that it can in the cells, and then your blood sugar like drops super quick. And then you're starving, you're mm -hmm. hangry, but your body wants something it can break down quickly, which is sugar. So it's like this whole cycle that happens over and over again. Yeah, so to me, that's the major thing. Like, yes, gut, yes, immunity, all of it. But if you can balance your blood sugar, all the other stuff, like, really starts Falls to Falls into away. place. Well, and this is something I've been noticing lately as I've been, over the last week, knowing that I was coming into this interview and I needed to have a clean sugar bill of health. Otherwise, I'd be like, yeah, I had pie yesterday for breakfast. <laughs> um, I've been trying to do intermittent fasting because there's a lot about blood sugar as well as anti-aging and all these benefits of intermittent fasting but i find that when i eat sugar it makes it, it it's a willpower thing yep. over 
eating when I'm hungry because my body does exactly what you just said and craves it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I get obsessed with food. Yeah, and that's all you can think about. Right. And to me, and, and, and like that's why I tell people, like, willpower does not work. But if you help, I mean, it can for a little bit, right? We can all like white knuckle like through anything, but then it's like, okay, now. Not when there's Hershey bars yeah. in your drawer. <laughs> Right, all yeah. the Halloween candy. Oh man! Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but if you can balance your blood sugar, and that's really what I teach people by you know um, combining certain foods. Like to me, all your meals should have protein, uh, fiber. I'm talking about fruits and veggies, fiber, yes. not bran, and you know some weird like five grain bread. Why not? Obviously, you can have some of that. Okay. But um, so. When we're talking about gut health, we need to eat prebiotics or fiber that is going to feed the probiotics. And fruits and veggies are like the best thing, and, and some legumes and beans that can really feed the probiotics. Like that's the fuel for it. Yes, you can eat some bread. Yes, you can eat some bran. But when I'm talking about like fiber at every meal, I'm talking about veggies and some fruit at every meal. Okay. So when you go back to the meal, protein, fiber, and healthy fats, if you do that at every meal, your blood sugar is going to be balanced. You're not going to crave sugar. But here's the other thing. If you eat all those things and then at the end of that meal you feel like having a little bit of sugar, you can still eat that sugar. Nothing crazy. Some small bites and your blood sugar will still be balanced because you've already given it other things to slow down the digestion and to slow down your blood sugar rise. So yes, you can still eat sugar. Oh, so those little, the, I remember at the Olive Garden where I used to work when I was trying to get my speaking business <laughs> off the ground because we do what we got to do. Hey, right there with you. Um, they had these like two bite desserts that yes. were scrumptious and tiny, literally two bites. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Not a bag of M&M's. Yeah, not a bag of M&M's, which Shoot. I am totally guilty right. of. <laughs> I was right? like, darn it. Totally done that. I see my dinner and a glass of wine. Yeah. yeah, we've all done stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you will not crave sugar. Like it won't be out of control because if you're just eating that sugar or you're eating that first, like your body's going to process that really quick and then like you're just insatiable after that. I had yes. started my meals with dessert, right? And then you try to eat everything else. You're like, why am I still starving after I ate all this food? It's because you started with the wrong thing and that got processed first and now your blood sugar is starting to drop and your body's like hungry because it's still breaking down the steak and everything else that you ate with right after it it's not spiking it because it all mixes together yes oh it's not as concentrated yeah. well I love this concept and I, and I and I think about this lately of sugar makes you crave more sugar yeah right if I don't have the sugar and I have the salad you know with maybe some cranberries on it you know what like dried cranberries I don't get that sugar spike and I don't have that craving where yeah. the willpower when I'm white knuckling not eating the M&Ms. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Things I wish I knew how many years ago because right. then I wouldn't be on that crazy sugar roller coaster. But here's the other fun thing. The bad gut bacteria feeds on sugar. So the more your gut is unbalanced, the more sugar you're going to crave. So Because that bad bacteria is going, feed me, see yeah, more. Yeah. Feed me. And then the more you eat, the more they blossom and the more sugar they want. So that's like another mm. cycle. So gut it's like is fertilizing the wrong garden. <laughs> Absolutely. Whoa. Yeah. And that's uh, a huge part of my program is talking about gut health. And people are like, gut health, how is... I'm like, here is how it's connected. And once I fix my gut, the cravings get a lot less. And then you can enjoy a couple, like a small little dessert afterwards. Because life is really short without chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really short. It's short, but it's long, actually. Yeah. Because you're like, no, I don't I want to live. Each minute I'm like watching somebody eat chocolate. Like, I wish I could eat that. Yeah. Well, guess what? You can eat chocolate. Right. Well, and it's, it's easier to not eat the chocolate when you're not craving the chocolate. Yeah. Because your body's saying, give me. 
Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Mm. Or and then like, you I'm having it. a mini craving. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. But then you, you eat it because you want to eat it. And you're like, this is going to be delicious right now. I'm going to consume this rather than must have chocolate. Right? And then you're like hiding like stuff. Yes, like, in I would the always closet be. with yeah. your chocolate on your face and like stuffing and the candy bar wrappers all around. Yes. Yep. It's a sad state of it, affairs. It, yeah. I've been in cars where I'm like, is anyone looking? Oh. <laughs> Has anyone seen me? I need to this? clean out these wrappers. Yeah, so, I've done all of that. Carbohydrates are sugars. Yes. And everybody's got the evil carbs, I know. right? I know. What, what is the story on that? Is it are they actually evil? The breads, the pastas, the, all that. Well. There are healthy versions of everything. I'm gonna start off by saying that. Like, cause you know, we used to, when I first started on this journey, like I said, I didn't eat grains for like three months. And I was like, I just really want pizza. Mm. Like, I just want to, I'm Italian, as you can tell. Uh, and I want pasta. Like, so you just find healthier versions of that. Um, I used to have like rice pasta. Right now I've been eating a chickpea pasta that I absolutely love. Oh yes, I love. had some recently. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Like you can't really mix it with like a tomato sauce. You gotta get creative. Like for me, I do it like with spinach and garlic and butter. Yes, I eat butter because you can get some healthy fat in that. Especially if you're getting organic uh, grass-fed butter it's freaking delicious Kerry gold too. I could eat oh. with a spoon yeah it's so good so anyway but because chickpea pasta yes there's a lot of carbohydrates in it but there's also a lot of fiber mm. so if you ever want to know what the total carbohydrates are in something it's the carbohydrates minus fiber and that's what oh okay content. well I love when people are like I don't eat carbs when I start interviewing people I'm like you don't eat grains is what you're talking about because carbohydrates are in vegetables yeah, right. and fruit like anything that's not a fat or protein is a carbohydrate everyone I'm sorry mm. they mm. are everywhere but yes there can be some things I mean you shouldn't eat white bread you shouldn't eat white rice. just zero, zero value in it, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, absolutely. No nutritional value, and it's going to spike your blood sugar. I don't care what you eat white rice with. Like, you, it's all the fat, protein, all that in the world is not going to really help balance your blood sugar because there's such a heavy glycemic load in white rice and white pasta. So my sushi last night counts as sugar. I can't check the no sugar off of my... Well, there probably wasn't that much. Here's the thing with sushi, though, because I do this too. I go out for sushi. I'm like, oh, I don't care. I love it. I if I have to you. give that up, it's, yeah, it's, no. I don't care. But some restaurants put sugar on the white rice right. in the sushi. Right, with the rice vinegar and the sugar. Yeah, yeah. and all of that. So, I mean, everything... I, 80, the 80-20 rule, right? 20% yeah. of the time, you can have that kind of stuff. And especially when people are like, I can't have white rice. Like, what? No, you can have it. 20% mm. of the time. I love sushi. I don't. I mean, I eat it once or twice a week. And yes, I eat the white rice with oh, yes. it and all the other stuff. Like, yes, mm. I'm a human being too. <laughs> so good. All right. So let's talk fake sugar. Okay. Let's talk uh, sucralose, malodextrin, all those, you know, the diet culture yeah. sugars that make things taste sweet. Yeah. But don't add the pure sugar. Yeah. What are we doing here? We'll talk about not, there's no nutritional value, obviously, in any of that. But, like, your body doesn't know how to metabolize it, which is why it's zero calories, which is why it doesn't really, doesn't really have effect on blood sugar. But the stuff is awful. Like, it's made from chlorinated sugar or they've taken sugar and changed the chemical makeup of it and now they're giving it to people so that's where the sweetness comes from. I mean, I used to use, what's the, oh my gosh, what's the yellow packet? Splenda. There's, is Splenda the yellow okay, one? Okay, so Splenda was the one I had all the time because it's made from sugar. Yes, chlorinated manufactured like <laughs> weird sugar. I just saw one the other day. It's allulose. I'm like, never heard of that one. Here's a new thing yeah. that, you know, Canadians don't eat, people in the UK, like only in the US we're putting it into our food. I would really stay away from those. Mm. Stevia is my favorite. I don't know if you, Stevia does have a little bit of a bitter flavor though, so you need to be careful. And also they're like processed. 
it's a super processed stevia too. Right. So you have to be really careful about the one that you pick out. I um I use one. It's a liquid. But again, you have to you have to experiment because people are like I hate stevia it has a bitter taste. I'm like, well, you gotta experiment a little bit. Or like honey, if you're using mm. just a little bit of raw honey, like stick with something that's actually more natural. Natural from the earth. Yeah. yeah. Versus something that's manufactured that years later we're gonna find out. I mean, if other countries are not allowing it into their <laughs> food, folks, maybe you shouldn't be consuming it. This is a, someone who ate Splenda for years and years yep. and years. I think we're all guilty of using one at some point. So stay away from those. That's yeah. my thing. Yeah, I well, and, and this is one of the things I've been trying to do is shift my flavor preferences, yeah. right? Because sometimes you want to have that sweet thing, but you don't want to have the sugar crash and you don't have the sugar cravings. and. You don't want to do the sugar thing to your body, but you're like, but I want something sweet. I want something I sweet. I love the sweet flavor. I know. Well, and, you know, those sweeteners are so sweet, like so much yeah. sweeter than any other sugar. Right. And so that kind of ruins, like, your palate as far as, like, well, this is now super sugary, and now it's like there's, like, a weird other craving. Like, oh, man, this is yeah. sugary, and I want something sweet because it's so overpowering sugar, like a lot of sugar. So, or at least the sweetness of it. Yeah. So that's another reason to stay away from them. And Again, that, as a Splendor recovering addict. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and, well, and fruit's the way to go. Fruit's the way to get your sweets. Yeah, absolutely. You're going with a pure fruity thing. Yeah, or yeah, with and like some honey. are and, super sweet. Berries. When you, when you stop eating fake sugar or tons of candy and then you start yeah. eating fruit, you're like, man, this is like really good, right? Like we're sitting here eating crepes. I'm like, this berry crepe is amazing. Yeah. It's got a little bit of honey on it. Like this is, this is nice and sweet. Yeah. But you got to change your palate. You got to go through a little period. It doesn't need to be three months like I did. <laughs> but I think in like I don't know a week, maybe two weeks, like you can really change your palate in that time if you're not eating sugary, super sweet food. Yeah, which mm. is amazing. Cool. You can make change in a small amount of time. Yeah, right. So we are moving into holiday, where yeah. people gain all the pounds because we eat all the pies. They're delicious. They're ever present. If you work in an office, you just walk by the sugar bowl. There's always you know, celebratory stuff. I don't know. I When I worked in an office, I used to, anytime I had mm. cakes or anything in my house, I was like, get it out of my house, take it to the office, yeah. right? And then I'd eat it there, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your recommendations for people? Move it that are like, okay, I know I don't want to do this this holiday. Okay. What are your recommendations for people as they go into this sugar season? Great. Um, well, the first thing is, one, like, let's not super limit ourselves. Okay, if you overeat one day, like, don't beat yourself up, move okay? On. Yep. Yeah, you got to move on. That, that's too much of that cycle because that's just whatever. Move on from the guilt. Move on from that. So when we're starting eating, like, every day, it's, like, a little bit. We're eating too much or whatever. The whole holiday season. I mean, it's December. Everyone's just going to start eating for all that. Um, so be mindful of that. Give yourself a break. But combining the foods like I talked about and mm. eating them in a specific order. So if you're at a buffet, you make your plate. To me, I tell people, eat your protein first. That's going to keep you the fullest. And that has got really so much nutrients and all the things that we need. Like I, for, I was a carboholic forever. I don't think I ate like hardly any protein. So now I'm like protein. Then after that, your greens. Then after that, starches and grains. And then after that, a little bit something sweet. Because mm. what we just talked about, if then you're not going to crave some, you know, you're, if you're at a party, I want to have a piece of cake. It's my friend's birthday or celebration. I don't want to be that weirdo in the corner that's not eating. Yeah. No, no, I can't have cake. Yeah. So try to eat all these other things in the order I just talked about. And that really helps huh. uh, balance blood sugar. I know. I know. It really, like really that. helps. And that way you don't feel like, you know, out of control or whatever. Or if you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to eat this entire piece of pie right now. Take three bites. Take a bite. Take a breath. Take a bite. Take a breath. And then after that, I'm like, just kind of chill and see if you really still want that. Because I can eat for, you know, I could eat that whole piece in oh three bites. Don't take three huge bites. Yeah. But 
<laughs> just one big bite. But try to be mindful yeah. of what you're doing and what are the reasons that you're doing it for. There's a huge emotional piece to sugar. Mm. Like, I ate sugar when I was happy, when I was sad, when I was depressed. Sugar never lets you down. Oh, she never lets you yeah, down. Yeah, sweet girl. <laughs> mm. Especially when you're around family, there's a lot of stress, or you're trying to yeah. throw a party, or you don't want to go to this party. Or... Yeah, and alcohol is the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's going to break down into the sugar. I feel like that's a big one this And time that makes of year. me eat all the sugar. Oh, yeah, me uh, too. I'm mm. having a great time. Caution to the wind for the rest of the night. Doesn't oh, matter. We'll start drink. the diet tomorrow. Yeah. 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 So, I, I mean, listen. This is the holidays. I'm going to have a drink. Everyone wants to have a drink. If you're having more than one drink, just drink some water in between. Mm -hmm. Take a little break. And this is what I find helps me, is to make a plan before I go to the party, right? I'm going to I'm gonna start with, you know, soda water with lime, and then I'm going to yep. move, and I'm going to have a glass of wine, and then I'm going to go back to water. And then maybe I'll have another glass of wine. But yep. I make that plan. Um, same thing with desserts. I'll say, okay, cool. I really want that pumpkin pie. It looks amazing. Pumpkin pie means holidays to me. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I'm gonna have three bites and then throw it away. Yeah. And then if I decide I want more a couple minutes later, perhaps I'll go get more. But by taking three bites, I, yeah. Yeah, I get the holiday loveliness. And then by throwing away, it's not in front of me anymore. And usually I'll put something on top of it, like coffee grounds or a, you know, a dirty napkin. So I'm not gonna go back to it. <laughs> You know you've done it. You know you've seen the oh, Seinfeld oh, I, episode, I, right? I, I've done it. I'm like it's still in the package, yeah, it's even just though right it's in on the, the top. Uh huh. <laughs> that makes me feel better. But anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but by having that plan, yeah. I can stick to what I'd like to do and not feel bad about it the next day. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the first things that I talk about with my clients right now because some mm. of them are like, oh my gosh, like just got my sugar addiction under control, and here mm. we are. Right. It's December. Like, what are we gonna do? Having a plan. Absolutely. And I think communicating your goals to your friends, family, other people, because if not, I mean, I have one cousin, it's like, why are you not drinking? You're not drinking? You're not drinking? I'm like, I had a drink. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to not drink a lot. You're, you're, in, you're in deeper, so you don't right. see what's happening at, like, drink one right. end. Yeah. But communicating your goals is another huge piece. Mm. And you know what I've found, too? And I know I'm going into an environment where people are like, you should drink, 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 drink. Yeah. I'll commiserate with the bartender, because they're usually uh -huh. cool if you don't want to drink. Mm -hmm. So I will say, hey, I need a soda water with lime, and I need it in a rocks glass like it's a gin and tonic yeah. so nobody asks me any questions and they're usually like good to go I got you boo oh yeah you know I have a friend she does not drink but she doesn't want to communicate that to everyone at these networking right events. so yeah. she does that she tells mm -hmm. the bartender I'm a designated driver make me something fancy that looks good in a glass yes she's like make I it look like I'm well, hammered yeah and, and I nobody knows the difference but right. it's interesting in this day and age though we feel the social pressure to have to do that totally that's a whole nother podcast well, but. exactly <laughs> well and one of the things I found about myself is probably because of dr the drinking culture in this country yeah. And the the way we're not allowed to have it, and it's so you know, I think oh, having a martini is fancy. Oh yeah, I'm sophisticated when I have a martini, but the fact is, I am a jackass when I have a martini. <laughs> I'm not sophisticated. I'm not mature. I'm not grown up. I say stuff I don't want to say. I eat things I don't want to eat. Uh -huh. And like, I but but every single time I'm like ooh, I'd like a glass of wine because wine is fancy. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, you're not fancy when you have wine. You're sloppy and you're gross and you don't like it the next day. <laughs> the next day you're like. Did I really say that? Or was tell me that was a bad dream. That was a bad dream. No. Mm. Now, as I'm saying it, mm. I'm like, ooh. Ooh, go back in my mouth. Go back in my mouth. This was a bad idea. Yes, oh. I'll have another whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> 
I like the whiskey in the rocks glass because I think it looks fancy. Yes. You know, now it's with the big cube and oh, you know, like look at yeah. how sophisticated I am. Yeah. And then I act like a ding dong. Yep, me oh me too. Mm. I have said so many things drinking, yes. which is why I can't handle my liquor. I never yeah. really could, no. but as I get older I definitely can. Yeah. But yeah, but so have that plan. Just gonna yep. have the one, but yeah. You're not alone, people. Yeah. We're all bringing it out here at the wooden rooster. <laughs> Well, Carrie, this has been awesome, and this is so helpful, you know, because you're realistic about this. You know, we're gonna have some desserts, but by stacking, I like that, say protein yeah. first, then the green, then the grains, then a couple bites of dessert, and you're not gonna have that crazy craving that you can't control. Um, people wanna get more information on you. And your sugar KO, I didn't ask you about that. What is that? Oh, my sugar KO program, I'm in like the end of tweaking it, but it is going to be a six-week program where we are going to dive deep into sugar addiction and all the reasons why. Like some of the stuff I just talked about, there's so many other reasons, mineral deficiencies, like mm. are you deficient in magnesium and chromium and things that like, so there are like legit physical cravings because chocolate has magnesium in it. So when you crave chocolate, you're, oh. it's your body's way of telling you you need magnesium. Um, so there are all these other things, and then there's a huge emotional component that we're mm. going to dive into too. And each week you will have homework and little books, but it also has a lot of recipes with some sweets that are healthier for you as well. So you can incorporate that, because like we said, life is just short without sweets. Nice. So how do we incorporate that? So yeah, it's yeah. a six-week program that I'm working on that's going to be launching in January. Oh, perfect timing. Yep, so keep an eye out for that. Where do they find more information? Oh, great. I would love that. Please come visit me at empower-wellnesscoaching.com. You can also find me on Instagram, just empowerwellnesscoaching. Um, yeah, and that's that. I'll put all those links in the show notes so y'all can get in touch with Carrie if you want. Carrie, thank you so much for your time and your friendship and your honesty and <laughs> vulnerability. And like, let's not be all pure about this. Let's oh, be humans. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Thank so thanks you. for having me. Well, there it is, a realistic picture of how we live with a reasonable amount of sugar so that we can have our sugar joy and have our gut health and our body health and our energy and our, you know, meet our weight goals. Because, you know, it's not all about losing weight. It's about being healthy. And sometimes we, you know, the things that make us gain weight are also the things that ruin our gut, also the things that ruin our mood and, and mess with our you know, ability to, um, what's the word, uh, control our urges, as it were. So we all know that feeling of like, I can't not eat the chocolate. So awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie, for your amazing insights. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Go into those parties with a plan. Eat before you go if it's not a dinnered event uh, so that your belly's full and eat those good foods so you can feel good, feel the joy, and feel great as you go into what is going to be a phenomenal year in 2023. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next week on Dancing in the Discomfort Zone.